play cards on your play cards. <laughs> so angry. Have you ever been mana screwed because someone played Blood Moon? Or asked a combo player, do you have to win? Have you cracked a wooded foothills for a mountain? Have you played all five colors for a win? You may play your force of will, but you won't be skilled until you have played with all five colors for the win. <laughs> so, uh, is it? It's Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Um, is it name in the wind? Is that what it is? That's or colors, no, colors of the wind, colors of the wind, colors of the wind. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. Ding, ding, ding. Woo! Hello, boobies. Wow, I fucked that up. <laughs> Actually, I was on the right <laughs> thing. Hello, boobies. Got it right. <laughs> Woo! Uh, and who was that from? Oh, that's from AJ. Nice. He uh, he sent that to us about two, three hours ago. Nice. And I had it before, and then we talked. I'll, I'll tell you this. Messed up. No, you did fine because you started singing it. And we just this is like a behind the scenes because this is a second yeah. take. You made it like three, four words in, and I had no idea. And then when you restarted <laughs> it, I was like, still don't know. And then you hit it, and I was like, oh, okay, I got it. But then I'm gonna be really oh, man, honest. That first time, I didn't listen to anything that any of the words at that point because I'm like, what is the song? What is the song? And so I stopped listening. So I probably <laughs> I'm gonna hear the actual words when I uh, am editing later. So oh, it's yeah. good. It's a good song. You want to sing it AJ again? Should become like a songwriter for Miley <laughs> yeah. Cyrus or something. All right, welcome, to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith, and I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry, we're, we're cousins. cousins. Oh, whoa, same time. <laughs> No, was it? Uh, no, kind of. Like uh, I'll behind. make it the same time. That's what will happen. I'll do mm. it on my end. You mm. can do it on your end. Production <laughs> magic. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, this is episode 181, and that was Larry Pocahontas uh, doing a... Oh, did we just get a boob shot there? Just bring him down. I mean, you can. Or is it a crotch shot? Oh, there we go. I was just moving it down so it wasn't like straight up. Just get keep, more of my body. <laughs> keep, keep. How's your swelling doing, Larry? <laughs> we talking about my normal gut or the the hornet sting <laughs> well it depends on where you got stung because uh it's like, it's number like side two, gut okay it's like say. love handle area mm-hmm. and i got like um i'm a lopsided love handled guy right now <laughs> how did that it's happen prob- uh okay so we have <sighs> my wife and lowry were out um trimming weeds away and we have like a there's a chain link fence that goes along our neighbor's yard and then one that is like a fence to the backyard Mm -hmm. and we have a bush in our corner (laughs) you know (laughs) and um they were cutting away weeds from the corner part and two wasps came out hit kirsten hit the kid like not and stung, just hit them as they. No, stung, stung them both. Oh, really? And they came running in, and so I waited until night, and they were kind of buzzing around. But night or early morning is a good time to yeah. go and check so out hornets because they're less active. It was still pretty active, and it was dusk, like eight thirty. Um, and I kind of couldn't see because it's under a bush in between two, tr- uh, two fences. Kind of trimmed away so I could get a better idea. 
saw them coming out. So I, I backed up like six, seven feet. One got me from behind. Oh, like, man. Yeah, it must have like been coming home or something. It landed backside of my, my haunch and just Ugh. got me. And I was like, oh, and I am very probably allergic to them. And so I have oh, very good for you. It's not a good thing. <laughs> not a good thing. Because it's just like it's burns, it's uh, itchy, painful. It's so, like a bruise, like raised bruise that's itchy. Is it the like the itch. wasp with the long legs, or is it the the hornets? The like the really it's a hornet. A it was hornet. a hornet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah those are fucking mean. Those are bastards. I hate those guys. Yeah, and so like I, you know, icing it. I have like I took antihistamine, and um. Like last year when I got stung on the arm, like the forearm, my whole arm up to the elbow and down to the hand just exploded. Oh, and then, then a week later I got gout. You. Not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I'm, you know, I half have a theory that like my gout was triggered by, by the heart. By the heart. <laughs> and so we'll see if like you won't hear about it next week because we're recording right after a double this cast for, this week. Next yeah. week. But I have a theory that I'm going to have like a gout flare up here in the next week. You know how you should prove that theory? I hope not. By continuing to drink beer. What are you drinking there, Lowry? Oh, it's a delicious piece of brew. Uh, it's called, it's from Modest Brewing, uh, Double Up to Up, Double Dry Hopped Oat Cream New England Double IPA. And it is quite good. Nice. Oh, I like that. I like the can yeah, there. It's, it's kind of like uh, a little bit of 3D action going on. So I, I was in on. Wisconsin, so I got New Glarus. New Glarus is a good uh, brewery. I like to get that because you can only get Spotted it Spotted Cow is so good. Spotted Cow is what I got here. Mm-hmm. And if I have time, I also have, let's get that out of there. I uh, probably will. Uh, kid Klosh? New Glarus? I don't know. It's a uh, Kolsch. It? It's a Kid Klosh. Is that what it is? Kolsch? Oh, Kid. I What's get it. Yeah, because a Kolsch? kid is the... Yeah. What's a Kolsch? Yeah, a goat. Is it? Oh, so they're both. Kolsch is just a style of beer, kind of oh, like okay. Germanic. Gotcha. So that, if we make it to that, which we probably will, it's going to be a longer night episode. Next week's episode might be interesting because I'll be about one, two, three, four. I'm, I'm prepared. Four or five beers deep, so it'll be nice. Um, so really quick before we get to the episode stuff. So the reason why I was in Wisconsin is... We brought the boys to the Foo Fighters concert. And I forgot to mention that last week. So four and six Foo Fighters concert in Milwaukee. Cause I, I kind of figured out, I think why they picked Milwaukee is it's an outdoor stadium. And then they went to Cincinnati the night or a couple nights before. And that's an outdoor stadium. And there was at that fucking huge concert in Lollapalooza, the, the Chicago Lollapalooza thing. Okay. Where okay. there's just, thousands and thousands of people but that's an outdoor thing so i think they're hitting up all the outdoor stuff covid wise so i mean it makes sense yeah they weren't coming to minneapolis st paul actually be st paul they normally go to xl um anytime soon so we're like all right we're bringing them down there dude they had the best time of their life it was they got so much attention because they were the youngest kids there we saw probably three other kids that were drake's age but none of them that were zeke's age and when that concert started, they were just in awe, just looking at everybody like, holy shit, everybody's like singing along and like whatever. And uh, <laughs> so it was That's sweet. Awesome. They made it till about 11 o'clock and then, you know, kind of got tired. So we started walking back. So we missed the last like five or six songs. Um, but then the next day we went to Dell. Wisconsin Dells, 
Ooh. which was a blast. And it was the same place that we went. Um, we stayed at Kalahari, which is where we went for my dad and uh, Rennie, our uncle's 60th years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't there. Oh, you didn't go? Oh, no. no. Beck was there. Or yeah. We, we skipped out because that was, uh, we just found out that we were pregnant with uh, Lowry. Little Lowry. And then yeah. it was just kind of like, well, we can go and like, not, no, no, we're not drinking. Yeah, no, not we, doing anything. You know, or and but we, you know, it's it's too early to tell people mm. at that point, so we just didn't go. Yeah. So, sweet venue, inside, outside, you know, all yeah. that. It was pretty. Kalahari's cool. bomb. Um, boys did like the body surfing thing on the the boogie boards. I was impressed that Zeke did it. Like <laughs> the dude, for how shy he is, he has no fear with that water stuff. Like. He wanted to go down these straight down water slides, but they won't let you until you're 52 inches tall or something like that. Um, But one really sad thing I found out is that uh, Cindy has longer arms than I do. (laughs) Oh. Which was really depressing. We were eating lunch. I don't know, because I'm like four inches taller than she is, and all of a sudden she has her wingspan (laughs) is about two inches longer than me. I was just like... God damn it. Why aren't you better at volleyball? <laughs> I, I, like, I hope for the rest of the, the trip, at least she was like, Hey, could you hand me that? No, oh, yeah, I can that, probably get it. That would have been perfect. She knows she didn't pull up that. Cause she, cause I was kind of like, what the fuck? Cause there, uh, so we were eating lunch uh, one of the days and they had like behind where Cindy was sitting, like, cause it's, it's supposed to be jungle themed. And so they had yeah. like a chimpanzee and orangutan with their arms stretched out and a gorilla. And so, uh, the orangutan is six feet across, which you're technically your height is supposed to be your arm stretch. So I should have been able to do that. And so Cindy did it first and she was really close. I was like, ah, watch this. And I get up there and I'm like, I can't reach as far as you did. (laughs) And so we, we actually did like a test, like Drake put his fingers up next to where mine went. And then Cindy was like two inches further than my, (laughs) than my hand. So that's awesome. But yeah. So, I mean, it's okay. Don't no, worry about I it. I feel, I feel small. She just gives better hugs. <laughs> yeah, I can't reach around. I'm like T Rex arms. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, that was my weekend. It was pretty sweet. Um, you got stung by hornets. Your family got stung by hornets. Did you get the bastards? Did you finally get the bastards? No, not yet. Is it so? Because it just happened yesterday, like twenty four hours ago. Are they and so underground or is there? Like I a think nest? so. It's hard to see. Okay. So it's it's probably not on the ground. You know what I mean. Normally they would burrow or hide hide under eaves or wherever yeah. they think is safe. So I would assume that it's there in a hole. Um, I kind of sprayed the area, <laughs> just but everywhere. like more like I know you you're sons somewhere. of guns. <laughs> How dare you? And then went in and cried and iced up and uh, uh, the gifs. So. The gifs that came out of that on Discord were pretty awesome. <laughs> I like the one that I came up with. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be you at the podcast." It's just freaking swollen up. Um, what are we doing on today's podcast? Now that we are 12 minutes in, people are wondering what is going on today and kind of tomorrow. Well, no, not tomorrow. <laughs> kind of tomorrow. Um, okay. So we're going to do underplayed cards. We haven't done it in six months. Woo! And, um, I appreciate you finding something for us to do this week. <laughs> yeah, I know we were like, we got done with all our 
Salty 64 and then all that other stuff. I was like, well, what do we do now? We don't have anything like planned. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, but yeah, we're, we each picked five. Yes. Underplay cards. Sorry, I got oh, burp. I five got under, underplay cards. Originally, we had kind of talked about like 5,000 or less, like when we first did it way back in the, the day when we first came up with this and all that stuff. This week it's under a thousand, right? Each of us have under a thousand. All of ours. I have four that are under a thousand, and then one that is under four thousand. But I still think it's like it's a card that I want to say like consider it more because it's super super good. Cool, cool. So, so then, it's it's like it should be in like fifteen thousand de- decks in my mind. Yeah. Oh, a so. lot of these like most uh, all of mine on this week's is old cards. And that's the reason why they're not in a lot of decks. My next no, week, sense. which we will continue this next week as another little segment. Um, yeah. Those are a little bit higher. But then we're also what kind of landed on our lap was, <clears throat> well, everybody kind of knows if you're in the arena stuff, the Jumpstart Historic Horizons cards, which doesn't really affect us at all. But there was an interesting, you put, you, you put your finger up. What's up? What's up? I'm just. Oh. Gotcha. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, there's an interesting thing to those where it's, there's uh what, an ability, a mechanic that makes us feel like, why can't we use this with real magic cards? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of getting around the reserve list in a bit. And we'll kind of discuss that. The example is they are conjuring Tropical Island and we've had Garth. And so we're kind of like going to discuss how and we've had garth for so long now that <laughs> it's been at least a month <laughs> which is forever because they're already gonna start uh spoiling the next set like that's just that's how they it are works. yeah uh so that's that's kind of on today we have the stump stump the smith savant with some new rules uh but we'll get to that in a bit uh maybe we just get to the episode since we have two of them to do tonight so let's do it you guys can support the show by joining Patreon and giving us a dollar or more. Dollar gets you into the Discord, allows you to play games with people, chat with us on Discord, and <laughs> I have to, like, not look at you while I'm doing this because it's just <laughs> super distracting, but it's pretty funny if you're uh, watching on YouTube. Okay, so dollar or more gets you on the Discord. Uh, it does not get you proxies, but if you get $5 or more, it gets you into the proxy of the week. Uh, each month you'll get to pick from the proxy of the week that month and the previous month, or like last month we'll do every six months is you get pick your proxy month. The other way is if you're a hundred dollars or more, um, what lifetime subscriber, uh, so you, far. Can, you can do pick your proxy every month. So you can pick any proxy from the proxy of the week each month, uh, that you are a patron, the free way to support the show is to jump on YouTube and like and subscribe to our stuff. Subscribe first, then check out our videos. Like Lowry's Curated MTG, which was... Fanatical Devotion. See this? I remembered this time. Good job. Good job. Yeah. It's a cool enchantment that helps protect your commander or any other creature on board, but you got to sacrifice a creature. It regenerates them. Uh, check out the video. Yeah, it's uh, another card that I saw. I saw the picture and I was like, what the fuck is that card? And then uh, it's another unique card that I've never seen before. So, um, yeah, curated ends up being like cards that I 
think should see more play. It's a little bit like the next two underused. Episodes. It's our underused yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 And, and so I make, I put a pompous word on it to make it seem more cool, but it's not, it's just underplayed cards. Essentially. Speaking of one of my underused cards in this, uh, this week's episode is one that was a curated MTG card. So yeah, there's that for you. Uh, the other part of it is it is a free sack outlet, which is also pretty sweet on that. Mm-hmm. Not only protect protection there, but uh, so check out that. But the best way to support that is when you watch the video, like it. Just like our videos. Just go on there like and it. like it. And that's all you got to do. We like want you to subscribe, but then we also want you to like. Uh, you can also check out uh, Proxy of the Week. I do Proxy Time Live. I think Sundays are now going to be my day to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Summer's insane. Like we just vacations and whatever. Everybody being out of town and stuff like that. And then the weekdays are full of whatever our podcast stuff, getting things ready. Oop, so oop. I think Sundays are going to be the the day to do it. Last week's proxy of the week was, which was just yesterday, Sunday, which now you're listening to this. It depends, whatever, uh, was our number one card from last week, which is treasure vault. And I did three different alt arts of that. Uh, all three were dungeons and dragons, related and then the last one included the uh from the discord mentioned a um dungeon dragons booklet you know the handbook or whatever so that was interesting kind of figuring out how to work all that out so you can check that out again like and subscribe all that stuff uh and then you can check out the podcast here you can see our face you can see lowry's mime work on that uh for youtube uh you can also check out twitter which is where you'll see what do we call it Hashtag MTG switcheroo because Larry, you did that last week. That was I perfect. Did it. Yeah. So it's where I'm just going to add it. I'm not going to do it every, every time. time. I'm just going to put it at like <laughs> the front from now on when I start that. MTG switcheroo. I like it. I yeah, really I'm like not gonna it. I'm going to put it on every, <laughs> put it on every post. So you can see that where you're kind of switching in and out cards for decks. Uh, you can also see card sphere cards. You can see mail day, all that stuff on there. Not sharing with Adam. Uh, and then also is where we post a lot of the podcast stuff. You can also direct message us there, or you can shoot us an email at commandersmiths at gmail.com. All right. So that is everything there. Um, I think before we get to, do we want, let me, I'm just trying to decide if I do the rule, explain the, the new thing we're doing for stump the Smith savant now, or after I press the button. Now. Now? Okay. So, really quick, new Stump the Smith Savant rules or a way we're getting you guys involved to win some prizes here. Uh, We're going to give you a chance to... We've been getting listener ones. I haven't even done my own Stump the Smith Savant, and I don't even know how long because everybody keeps giving some, which is awesome. That's what we wanted. Indeed. And so, but we're getting a bunch of different people. I mean, it's probably the same three people recycled over and over again because they're participating with it, which is great. But we want to give the opportunity that people can win prizes if you can actually stump Larry the Smith Savant. So here is the plan, uh, and we may change things as we go along. And this isn't going to take place for another two weeks, but we're kind of getting you ramped up for it. Uh, But... If you are able to stump Lowry, we are going to have a, what would you call it? Like a continuous pot going, not marijuana, mm-hmm. but a, mm-hmm. we're going to pick a card, which 
Oh, so, not marijuana? Not marijuana. <laughs> we, okay. we can't do that yet in Minnesota. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> we just call up Julio Jones and Roddy White. <laughs> yeah. So they sold pot on the black market. Just... We will start with Treasure Vault as our card that we're going to give away if you can stump Lowry. Yeah. Every four weeks that he isn't stumped, we will add another card onto the 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 pot, the ante. Oh, back in the day, ante. Uh so you, if it goes five weeks and you haven't stumped Lowry, the you'll get Treasure Vault and another card. And we'll announce that at that time. So <clears throat> here is the rules for it, though. The card you send to me, send via email or direct message, but make sure that Lowry cannot see it. So if you're a part of the Discord, shoot me a Discord message like a lot of you have been doing. If you aren't a part of the Discord, shoot us an email at thecommandersmith at gmail.com or on Twitter. And header it um, for Adam. For Adam's eyes only, for Adam, something so Lowry isn't going to open it accidentally. And then, like, click, 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 or return, you know, like, make yeah. it so that I can't read can't. the beginning. Right. Because that shit pops up on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could just see the first couple. But if you give enough yeah. enter spots, uh, if you're not direct messaging me, that's the way to do it. Uh, so the other stipulation. And not on Twitter. Don't, because me- I see on Twitter. Oh, you do. Okay. I see the messages on Twitter. See, we're working this out right here. Just saying. Yeah, so, don't. So don't do not do it on Twitter. Shoot us an email. Shoot us an email yeah. for Adam's eyes only and then with your Stump the Smith Savant thing. Okay. Card has to be in 5,000 EDH rec decks or more. Uh, can be rare, whatever. We're just saying it has to be in 5,000 or more. So it's yeah. a played card. Um, you can either give me two clues or I can make them up myself, but I'm at least going to have one clue I get to give for Lowry. Uh, he's going to have a total of three clues that can be given in this. And he only gets five wrong guesses. So if he guesses five wrong, you have stumped the Smith Savant. If uh, That's basically it, the five there. And he only gets the three clues. Um, and then what else did we have in there? Oh, what we had kind of talked about before. If Larry gets like everything that the card does, he's like, it's this, this, and that. And it's casting cost this and that and that. If I still have my clue left to give... Uh, I will give the initials of it. So that's kind of like a little thing there. That's kind of our little stipulation. Yeah. Um, Cause I got it in my head. I just can't like tip of the tongue thing. And yeah. you just it's not, the, I got it. And so you didn't really win unless yeah. I can't get the initials. Right. So that's it there. So all you need to do is you can just send me the card and just say, you make up the clues. Uh, you probably have a better chance if, now, you, you can't give me clues that are have nothing to do with it. So I'll kind of, uh, I can adjust the clues as they go. So I might not necessarily pick that, like the exact wording that you have there. I'll make it so it fits better. So Lowry has a chance. The other part of it is <laughs> literally stabbing someone in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other part is each Sunday uh, on the proxy time live video at the end I will do a drawing for the people that have entered for that week or previous weeks. I'll just keep a continuous drawing. So if you've entered, um, I will keep your name in there until it gets drawn. So that way we aren't having the same person keep entering, entering, entering. It's just basically going to be their prize eventually. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's keeping it random. And then if you enter in 10 different ones, your name's only getting in there once. So we're just making it that way. But if I draw your name, you at that point can be like, I want you to use this card as the one that, Whatever for Stump the Smith Savant. So there it is. Stump the Smith Savant. 
is going to be potential prizes and bigger prizes. If it is no longer whose line it is it anyway style, <laughs> where the points do now matter. And I'm going to do my best to make sure that none of you get our cards. <laughs> yeah, because then we have to actually buy them. I'm not going to buy them until you guys get it. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, All right. So that is the rules. We're going to attempt this right now. This doesn't count, but this is going to this will be the, the test run for the next two weeks. All right, here we go. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. All right, if you don't know how this game works, I'm just kidding. Well, kind of. Uh, I'm going to read the flavor text of a card. Lowry's going to try to guess the card. He's only getting three clues. He only gets five guesses. You're already done with the beer. Uh, and that's it. We're going to try to stump the Smith Savant by reading the flavor text of a card. If he guesses, uh, he, he asks yes or no questions. If he gets a yes, he will hear this. Hello, boobies. If he gets a wrong, he hears this. Wrong, 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 wrong. And points don't matter, but really, this is what we're doing now. We're I got to change how I do all that stuff. I don't know what I'm going to say there now. So this one comes from Ted this week uh, from our Discord. And here we go. <clears throat> Marholt Ellsdragon follows a strict philosophy, never letting emotions cloud his thoughts. No chance observer could imagine the rage in his heart. Can you repeat that? Because that's going to be fucking hard. Marholt Ellsdragon follows a strict philosophy, never letting emotions cloud his thoughts. No chance observer could imagine the rage in his heart. <laughs> none, Mar- of, none of those words like give me a Mars hell Marhalt, dragon. Marhalt Marhalt Els dragon. Els dragon? Els dragon. E-L-S-D-R-A-G-O-N. Els Dragon. Right? Els Dragon. That's how I'd say it. Follows a strict philosophy, never letting emotions cloud his thoughts. No chance observer could imagine the rage in his heart. Oh, I am I am so okay, okay, so controlling one's emotion would probably be either blue or white. Um, you know, cause like red is ray rage. So maybe it could be red, white somewhere in that range. Um, but like none of those words make any sense. So I feel like it's super new. Like, is it a, is it from the D and D set here? Wrong, 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 wrong. One wrong. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fuck. This is going to be hard. Um. Okay, okay. This is going to be a wider question. Is this is at least one of the colors red, blue, or white? Hello, boobies. Okay, so it's in that range. Um. God, repeat that, please. Marhalt follows a strict philosophy, never letting emotion cloud his thoughts. No chance. 
observer could imagine the rage in his heart. I just changed the additions and it kept out the Els Dragon. So uh, it's Marhalt Els Dragon follows a strict philosophy, never letting his emotion emotions cloud his thoughts. No chance observer could imagine the rage in his heart. That's funny that between an addition, it cha- could just cut out a word completely. <laughs> okay, so that, that tells me that it has at least two printings. Are you, 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 you asking that? At, well, I mean, you just said it. So Hello, boobies. I just want to say hello, boobies. That's at all. least <laughs> two. Um... See, and this is this. Okay, so is this printed before this? This was printed before Time Spiral. Hello, boobies. Okay, so this is really fucking old. Dragons were. This this it's so random that it makes me feel like it's in the first sets, like Alpha Beta, Unlimited revised because it's just random um the rage in its heart I mean it could be legends because you had those but there's so many words there that I don't think they have much for flavor text holy shit um I'll take a clue all right, this, oh, I'll give you kind of a two in this. This is a Mark Poole art. And so in, really in the uh, online version, it is, or the updated version, it is an elf warrior, whereas everywhere else it just says legend. Oh, yeah. Okay, so elf warrior. It's a legend? Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, boobies. I don't. I get yeah, you. I mean I that was like you. Hello, boobies. That was just <laughs> okay. Okay, so that helps me out. I think a ton. Is this card from Tempest? Wrong, 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 wrong. So that's too wrong. Too wrong. It's a legendary elf warrior. I mean, like I'd say, Eldamari, Lord of Leaves, but. Pretty sure that was Tempest. Um, a legend. Els Dragon follows a strict philosophy, never letting emotions cloud his thoughts. No chance observer could imagine the rage in his heart. So Mark Poole, he's having the secret layer out, and he mm-hmm. has like the original. Um. Counterspell. Counterspell, Birds, Birds of, Paradise, of Paradise, Howling Mine. Then new art for Balance and Brainstorm, was it? Was it Brainstorm? Something like so, that. Okay. Mark Poole, but I don't know I don't know his extensive library, I would bet. I don't know that. Yeah, so I gave you the elf warrior and legend thing. Well, because legend isn't a, a creature type. Right. So, but that also tells me... That it's old. That it's old and it has what you're saying is an uh, online printing that has updated its wording. But holy shit. Uh, I'll take... Can I, another clue? Yeah, I'll take another clue. In the flavor text, 
There is probably the biggest hint you will ever get for a card. God damn it. I have fully missed it then. Um, could you reread the flavor text, please? Marhalt L's dragon follows a strict philosophy, never letting his motions cloud his thoughts. I'm giving it away. No chance observer could imagine the rage in his heart. L's dragon, clearly. But that doesn't mean anything. We're running out of time now. I know. <laughs> Marhalt L's dragon. L's, what it, is, is that one word hyphenated? Two words? It's just one word. <laughs> L's dragon. Am I saying it right? E-L-S-D-R-A-G-O-N. That doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, It's the name of the card. Marhalt L's Dragon is the name of the card. That, I don't recognize that at all. That's, that's the uh, check it up. Just do a search. You'll, when you see the name Marhalt, M A R H A U L T, L's Dragon. When you see it, it's he has he's a four six rampage one. Um, uh, I don't believe you, but maybe yeah. He's a red red green uh elf. M M A R H A U L T. Sorry, let's redo that. What is it? M A R H A U L T. You've seen him. Yeah. Before. All right. <laughs> that is a card. <laughs> Fuck. Ted, that would no be funny. Way. Ted, that would be funny. It's like, it'd be funny because it has the name of the card in it as the <laughs> beginning. It's like, there's no way he's going to guess that. I'm like, no. Oh, we'll see. I thought you'd just be like, is it Mar? Mar? Because you have no idea who it is. Marhalt? Yeah, I, that was just like gibberish to me. Fuck. That was tough. Nice job, Ted. Ted, you win Treasure Vault. No, I'm just kidding. That's not nope. when we started this yet. Nope. Uh, that wouldn't be how I'd do it there. I wouldn't have told you that part. I probably would have gone into um, giving you either <clears throat> it was from legends or that it had rampage or something like that. If we were actually playing this for, for all the wins. All right. So that, that was stump the Smiths of it. Some, well, it wouldn't have been on the list cause it's not in 5,000 decks, but that's a good point too. But it was funny. I see. What, I would, I would have guessed one of the elder dragons. I wouldn't uh, have guessed that. Cause uh, that's a good point. Yeah. If I put it in legends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have no opener for this. All right. I got to bring it down. Underplay cards, underplay cards, underplay cards. (laughs) So angry. I feel like we should always follow that up with the uh, the angelic harp. Oh, I got rid of it. Because we never used it? All right. This is what I put in its place. <laughs> Makes Our sense. Stalin button. <laughs> <laughs> it's very circus-like. Yeah. Uh, Much all right. like our podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. 
So, uh, what we are going over this for underplayed cards is just basically cards that are under 5,000, whatever. These are going to be a lot less than 5,000. Uh, EDH rec decks and cards that we think you guys should be playing with. Uh, we did this about six months ago. And yeah, so Larry, why don't you start us off with your first card that you want to talk about? So we each picked out five here. Okay. So I'm going to, first one I'm going to go with is Isolation Cell. It is four colorless artifacts from New Phyrexia. Whenever an opponent casts a creature spell, that player loses two life unless he or she pays two. Two? Colorless mana. Um, This is in 894 decks. Um, and I kind of found this bad boy when I was digging around for Oscar ideas. I think this would be really cool in a lot of those taxing style decks where you're trying to slow down opponents or ping them like a, like a Mogus. Mogus. Yeah. But like, I was thinking like if I make two or three of these in Oscar and then. Oh, that gets brutal because you're taking four, six or pain six. Yeah. So, like, I feel like this has a lot of potential for only being in 894 decks. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is something that's looked over in those taxing slash damage style decks. And and think about, like, if you have, like, a Panharmonicon with this, it would trigger twice. Ooh. No, there's a cast. There's a cast. So whatever yeah, yeah, the point yeah. of cast. Yeah, so that doesn't, enter. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, if it was ETB, then it hits tokens and stuff. Yeah, no. But yeah, whenever you cast been nice. a creature, um, the card seems really cool. I've only kind of just rediscovered it the last like two months. You you can so. also be a huge dick and be a blue player and let them cast it, and then counter their their creature spell. <laughs> Pay the two, or take the two damage. And then then go counterspell because <laughs> yeah, it's on the cast trigger. Yep. Oh, this seems interesting. Uh, another card that I haven't seen ever. Gosh, Larry, you're all your curated has just got you on these like cards that I don't even know about. I dig it's, deep. Yeah, you do. What yeah, do you I got? dig that card. All right. Uh, my first one, uh, and kind of how I go about this is I go and I open up all my my um, my binders, my toolbox stuff, and I'm like, okay. What cards do I think are kind of cool that would actually might need to see some more play? And that, what I'll do is be like, oh, this card looks sweet. How many decks is it? And that's how I kind of go about this. So the first one I came across out of when we started doing this all over again, because uh, I couldn't find my old list, by the way. <laughs> did you still have your old list from that? or did you? I have a- thrown away every note that we <laughs> After every episode, we're like... <laughs> Light it on fire and then <laughs> wipe your well, ass. Well, remember with that it. in <laughs> two weeks. Uh, so I picked Hunting Grounds. Now this is for mm-hmm. this is an enchantment. It's one green and one white. Uh, it has Threshold. Whenever an opponent plays a spell, you may put a creature card from your hand into play. So that's pretty sweet. So if you're playing, I mean, it's a creature deck. You're playing with green, potentially with white stuff yeah. there. Uh, if you get enough fetch lands in your graveyard, I mean, you get halfway through a commander game and you have over, which, oh, oh really quick. Yeah, threshold, threshold is seven or more in your graveyard. Seven or more. So if you're playing fetch lands like you should be or anything that you're searching for stuff or your stuff gets killed, this is just perfect for playing your creatures on other people's turns as they cast. And it's also cast um, whenever an opponent casts a creature spell. Yep. So you can put a creature from your hand. So you can, this is a good way to cheat out those big fatties. 
Uh, and this is only in 655 EDH rec. Wow. So I, I was kind of I surprised. would not have guessed that. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, it feels like a, a different version of like lurking predators of whenever your opponent casts a spell, you reveal a top card. If it's yeah. a creature, put it into play. Um, and I, I dig the card quite a bit. So I'm glad that you, I did not realize that it was yeah, in that so little amount of yeah. decks and how, it's a couple bucks at least, like five. Eight. Yeah, it's uh, well on Scryfall, and I don't remember, I, but they have it at fourteen, which oh, it's probably that's quite a bit. Yeah. And that's not a reserveless card, is it? It's just no. an old card, is what it is. Yeah, just an so. older card. Okay. So it's pretty cool, uh, though. What is your next one, Lau? I'm gonna go with Spike Cannibal. Uh, it is a spike, clearly <laughs> from Exodus. <laughs> And it's one colorless black black. And when it comes into play with it comes into play with one 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 counter. And then when it comes into play, move all plus one plus one counters from all creatures onto Spike Cannibal. Oh, so, so it takes from other people's stuff too. Yes. Huh? Yes. Ooh. And this is only in sixty-three decks. Well, you win for the lowest amount of decks because I my, that, my last yeah. one was ninety-five, so you win. Uh, by the way, I cracked the, uh, that beer that I talked about before. Oh, All right. Nice uh, go ahead. Uh, so 63 decks. At first, when you were reading this, I was like, this seems really bad because you're taking all your count. And then I was like, oh. All of them. So this is more of a like hate card in my mm. mind. You don't want to put this in something that you like a deck where you have a lot of 1-1 counters on it. But I think just in general, you're going to be able to pull plus one plus one counters from at least one player if yeah. not two if you're and playing a bunch you're... against Cathar's crusade players or something yeah. like that this would be just fantastic. think of, it's just killer like you three mana for like a 15 15 potentially yeah. you know what i mean yeah like it's a great like value card that again i don't know if it needs to be like over five thousand, but i think it needs to be over 63 yeah that's, that, that's all i'm saying is like it's a really cool card. It's um there's there's a black card that like removes all counters from everything. It's probably in that vein where it's like it kind of sucks because you're pulling plus one plus one counters from your stuff or your planeswalkers or whatever you got going mm -hmm. on. But if you put it in the right deck, I, I think this could just be a huge beater. Well, this with I mean, if you're able to sack it, you're playing with, was it the Ozolith that allows you when your creatures die, you put all the counters on that and then moving that around. So you could steal all of everybody's counters and then have a way to sack this and then move it onto something that else that's even better. That's a pretty cool yeah, this, idea. This seems pretty sweet. Again, two for two, Lowry. I've not seen that card before and <laughs> I dig that quite a bit. Uh, all right. My next card is Hammer Mage. I've talked about this card before. Uh, I think because of the foils I specced on a while back, yeah. but this is a colorless and a we, red for a we one. We were one. recording in your basement the last time we talked about this card. Is that really? That's yeah, crazy. we were. <laughs> That's crazy. So one colorless, one red for a sh uh, spell shaper is a one, one. Uh, the cool thing about this guy is it's one red and X and you can tap it. Discard a card from your hand. So late game, just discard a land from your hand. Destroy all artifacts with convert a mana cost X or less. So it's a great way to remove everybody's monorocks. Problem is you're going to hit your own stuff as well. But if you're playing with this card, 
you probably have a plan with your cards, or maybe it fits in with your Oscar deck kind of thing, but that might hurt it too because you're. Tokens. It would definitely hurt it. Yeah, yeah I, it's like, oh wait, never mind. <laughs> this one is I, I remember you talking about this, and so like it is something that I keep in the back of my mind. Mm. Um, but it's definitely Heart- not one that I've put into the rotation to look at more often. The hard because part is it's red and you play artifacts. Yeah. That's the yeah. hard part. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and in red, your signets, your talismans, all of that is so important unless you're in like a red green deck. So maybe that's where you go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I guess this could be a good one. It, I wish it was a dwarf. It looks like a dwarf. It would have been perfect in my. Uh, Oh, not dwarf. No, I didn't want that. I was thinking uh, Daryl. This would have been pretty nice. And it yeah. might be nice in Daryl because I don't play a lot of. Artifacts. Like you, artifacts you got your sorceries that put lands into play you yeah. don't need the artifacts yeah. and so that's where i see it working better yeah um how many decks is oh, this in uh hammer mage is 254 yeah that's that's pretty low though too yeah i would say that and it's from what was it mercadian mask mercadian mm-hmm. mask so it's a it's a really old set again uh hunting grounds was what was that from judgment what well, in yours was Exodus, Exodus and New Phyrexia for okay. the uh, isolation. So, all right, what is your next one, Larry? Uh, gonna go with Tunnel Ingus. Ignis. Is that like I keep on calling it an Ingus? Yeah, <laughs> Tunnel Ingus. Come on, that sounds dirty, right? <laughs> Tunnel Ingus. Uh, wait, can I do a side note really quick? Do you remember us playing Scribblish? Yeah, and we were playing with um uh. What's his name? Your buddy. Um, Shay. Diop- Shay. And he had analingus and he had sent it to like how scribblish work, works. If you guys don't know, it's you take note cards and you write a phrase and then it's like telephone, but with note cards and then you pass it. The next mm-hmm. person has to draw a picture. So he gave me analingus with something. And so I just wrote, how did I, I wrote like a butthole and it was in Gus and that's <laughs> anal ing. This is really dumb. Okay. Sorry. Go back to your, what is it? It's, it's tunnel ingus tunnel ignis. Is this all uh, one word? Why am I not being able to find this? It's, you had trouble it's two when you were looking. tunnel ignis. I G N U S. If you type that in, you'll ignis. Okay. Oh, so, that guy. That little. Yeah. So this is from elemental. Yeah. Scars of Mirrodin. Uh, colorless red elemental. Uh, whenever land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, if that player had another land enter the battlefield under their control, uh, this turn Tunnel Ingus Ignis deals three <laughs> damage to that player. Okay. And so, so this is, this is hitting those landfall decks down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And this is in 375 decks. People mm-hmm. love Zozu the Punisher, Ankh of Mishra. This should be right in there next to him. Uh, just think, okay, so you have like those, um, let's say somebody goes land and then, or yeah, fetch land deals them three damage or you have, (laughs) cause they're searching for it. Oh yeah. Cause they're paying one to go get it. Yeah. That that gets a little brutal there. But also you can, so if you have those, uh, spells that put two lands into play, they both recognize each other and it'd be six. Oh man. And so, like, if you get something, uh, that's why I run it in Kenrith, and I do um, 
new frontiers. Everybody goes and searches for X basic lands and put them into play. If they want to, like, if it's X is like four, they take 12 if they want to go get it. Yikes. They could choose not to, but yeah. I get four land for free, and I do yeah. as much as I can. Because it does say under an opponent's control. It does not affect you, which is really yeah. nice. Yeah, yep. So it's a really, really cool card. I think it's a great hate card for those those land ramp decks, which there's plenty of them. Um, and I and for 375 decks, like that, this is criminally underplayed in my opinion. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, because I love that it's not affecting you with that as well. I mean, yeah. even in our play group, we play with so many fetches that this is going to affect all of us. So yeah, the person just has to wait until say go and not use that land. That's pretty much what it ends up ha- or you just take the three. Yeah. Uh, all right. My next one was a curated MTG card, and that Ooh. link will be uh, connected to the YouTube video if you want to <laughs> check that one out. Uh, it is Glory, and you did this one a couple months ago, but this is three yeah. and two white. We had spec'd on this one a while back because the foils and the judge foils, which was in, what is it, in Greek or something like that? What was uh, it? Hebrew. Hebrew. Uh, so this is an incarnation. It is a three-three flying, uh, but it's tap two and a white creatures you control gain protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Play this ability only if glory is in your graveyard. So it's like your anger. Uh, it's like your filth, where you want this in your graveyard, but then it gives mm-hmm. your creatures protection. And the thing is, is this is kind of tricky because you your opponents might not realize it's necessarily there or they forget that it's even in there. And so they're like, all right, I am going to kill your whatever. And you're like tap two and one white, all my creatures gain protection from this or that color, or you're going to just run through a player because you're giving all your creatures. It's not just one creature. It's all your creatures gain that protection. Yeah. Uh, this is only in 576 decks, which I'm really surprised at, but it really has only caught that one printing, right? We have the judgment. Yeah. The one. Yeah. So I, I, the other ones have caught more of a print, you know, anger has been printed a couple times. I don't know if filth has been printed that much, um, but this is with protection built in. If it's in your graveyard, even if it isn't, it's a three, three flyer for five. That's not great, but that's still a little bit of a threat, you know, to, like they then, don't want it to go to the graveyard. Like if you ever play anger, like actually have to cast it as got to get something out there. People are like, well, I don't really want you to block and kill it. Yeah. Like they don't want anger or glory in your graveyard. Right. And so I, I think I think the card's great. I, yeah. I will admittedly say I love the card, but I don't think I've ever actually played it. Yeah, I, I know I put it in a deck at some point, but I don't know if it's currently in a deck. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely currently not in a deck. Right I don't now. know when the last time I built a white deck is, though. I think it might have been Tesa, like our first couple of years yeah. that we did yep. this. So I think that's my last white deck. So, But I, I think it should be played more than 576 decks. Like This is just built-in protection on the creatures, especially if you have a deck that you're throwing stuff into your graveyard easily. This is uh, something you definitely want to include if you're playing white. Uh, all right, what is your second-to-last card there, Larry? Uh, it was an all-star in the game that I played against you with Oscar. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Leonin Elder. Yeah. <laughs> one white, one one, cat cleric. Whenever an artifact comes into play, you may gain one life. Now, this is whenever an artifact comes into play, not just for you, everybody. Yeah. And it's super cheap. Um, can go in, you know, those cat decks. Everybody loves their cats. And, um... You're going to gain life off of this. Yeah, that was uh, 
pretty it brutal because I was making oh, he, treasures. He, and you, you were playing were Magda. Yep. And I, I had searched the premises. So you're like, attack with my dwarves and then create these treasures. And I was like, well, oh, how many? Okay, life, I gained five life. life. And life. then uh, you attacked me with three of those creatures. I gained three life off the clue tokens from that. So maybe I'm biased right now because I had such a good thing going on with it. But I feel like if you're in a white artifact deck, you're going to gain enough life off of it for the value. And it's only in 327 decks. And so it's it just seems really low. The Soul Sisters style cards gain you a lot of life. Yeah. And the thing is, is uh, and this is going to kind of tie into my next card, but artifacts are being played a lot more. They have all, they just made the artifact dual lands. They, you know, Treasure Vault, which we talked about from last week and this mm-hmm. week from the curated, not curated, proxy of the week. They're, they continue to make more and more artifact lands. So this is going to count for that as well. People play mono. Like, this is just going to gain you life. More and more cards create treasures. More and more cards create clues. Um, Like, artifacts are becoming even more and more just all the time. And like we have talked about, we love treasures. Like, that is, you know, and I'm glad that they expanded it to all the colors, especially green. uh, yeah, Sorry, what? what is his name? Oh, no, Nabone. Nabone. Yeah. Uh, gotta buy that card still. I, yeah, me too. To drop a little I'm, bit. Gonna, I'm gonna admit that sounds like a, a dirty card. Oh, Nabone. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a chick gnawing on a bone. All right, not, okay, went too far with that one. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I dig this card because it also, uh, how many decks did you say it was in? 327. I got you beat with, uh, but it didn't beat your other one. Oh. Another card that is just like this in Artifacts, Power Leech, yes. is only a 95 EDH rec wow. decks. It's a double wow. green enchantment, but this one is gain one life for uh, when one of your opponent's artifacts becomes tapped or whenever they activate an ab- ability uh, without tapping its activation, you gain a life as well. So this kind of... Similar to what you were saying, yours is it's more a reserve list. Yeah, that is a that is we one issue. Throw that out there because it's that like twenty five bucks. I was just uh, looking at it. Yeah, it it's around that that price range. It did get up there around forty or fifty at one point. Mm-hmm. Now we're kind of back down on that reserve list. Is down a little bit, but you know, it keeps plateauing, going up, down, whatever. I I haven't personally used this yet. Um this doesn't fit in a deck that you're playing artifacts, which kind of fits with green a little bit, I guess you could just play this to gain life, but I would mm-hmm. play it with more with a, a gain life type of deck. Uh, but you, you think of how much life you're going to gain in just a turn coming around to you. Everybody's playing mono rocks. And like I mentioned before with your card, yeah. the Leonin, everybody's playing, you know, not everybody, but there's a lot of artifact lands out there. I just think there's a lot of potential for this card. Yeah, and I'm I'm currently I don't know if we're ever gonna like talk about this, but I'm building like Terra Lessa Moon Dancer from the D and D set right now. And which one is that? So Terra. it's whenever you gain life, put a one one counter on it and scry one. Oh, okay. And so like just got a lot of life gain triggers, and this and Power Leech or Landon Elder and Power Leech were both going to be in it. They both just kind of got cut. I still oh. got like. I got like 13 still to cut. So 
it's more about like creatures ETPing and well, we'll see. I, you know, it's one of my, I'm trying to make it the more simple deck to like share with new players. Yeah. But I think I'm going to have so many goddamn triggers and things going on that it's not going <laughs> to be work. complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see about it. But I, I do think they're both like should be considered more often than 95 well, be, and 370 and 27. Yeah, those two together in that in that deck would be pretty damn sweet. If I was playing more artifacts in it, I would agree. Yeah. Like, I think that's where I just kind of like when it, when it pairs with green, I'm just not running the artifacts like to in, in the deck currently it's more of um, like static abilities happening instead of activated abilities. Gotcha. Oh, Oh, hold on. Does power leech work work for you? No, it's opponents. That's oh. the only problem. Yeah. All right. That so just that's about blew my mind. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't... Yeah, that's the one problem is it's opponents. So you don't really build a deck around this. You yeah. know, it's more yeah. of you're trying to gain life. So, like, if you if you were running a green deck that ran, like, Mycosynth Lattice, then whenever they tap a land, you gain a life. That'd be sweet. Ooh, that'd be pretty but fantastic. what just was blowing my mind was if it was you and you had Lightning Greaves, you're just like move activate it for zero gain a life and just oh back, just and, forth going back and forth for, that would have been sweet but that is not the case um maybe oh that could be politics where you like talk to one of your buddies at the table and be like you just move that around a couple hundred times <laughs> yeah that's all right just get just me up that. there well let's get to a million that'd be fine we'll just go back and forth yeah, back and forth shortcut uh, all right, your number one, not your number one, but your yeah. last card the on the last list card. of the underused cards. So this one is my high one. It's in 3,446 decks on EDH Rec. And Whoa, settle down there. It What? No, I was just saying it's, it's high. It's, it's high there. for what I was doing, yeah. Um, but I do want to stress, and it's fairly new um, from uh, Zendikar Rising, but it's Confounding Conundrum. Colorless blue enchantment. When it ETBs, draw a card. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, if that player had a land enter the battlefield under the control this turn, they return a land they control to its owner's hand. So kind of similar to the Tunnelingus, where it has those like lands come into play as land hate and it slows down those ramp players. And but returning a land back to their hand, and that's only your opponents, is it's going to make it a fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. I just want to stress like this it's a super cheap card, so like kind of tossing this out there like 59 cents for just regular stuff, like it's under a buck for every way yeah. that you could get it. And when we did our one spec for it, this should have been it for me. This this card is a five to ten ten dollar card. This is something that should be, be in fifteen to twenty thousand decks. This is a crazy crazy good card. It's nice because at the very least you're replacing it with another draw. Yeah, you're tapping two and it's going in, and then whenever a land enters the battlefield, if that player had a land enter, yeah. So your fetch lands are getting screwed with that. They got to wait a turn. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. This. I did any it. of that ramp, 
any. How many decks did you say? Four thousand something. It's three thousand four hundred forty-six. Okay. So, but the card is bonkers good. I like so, it. And again, like going with like if you're forcing players to do land like with New Frontiers or um, there there are other cards that are like, hey, everybody go and get two land into play. Um, Veteran Explorer, stuff like that. You take you advantage can, of it. And, yeah, yeah. So and you can abuse yeah. that in certain decks as well. And so they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to because it just goes back to my hand or yeah, sure, I will. But, you know, whatever, just land a hand. So this this card makes it a fair game for everybody else, and if you're ramping, you just get so far ahead. Like it's yeah, so sure. good, so good. Sweet. All right. Uh, my last got? card is actually one that somebody pointed out in the Discord when uh, Reserveless again this is a Reserveless card was kind of going crazy. Uh, this one never went crazy, but I'm surprised it hasn't. But it's. Coastcoon Falls. It's two and two black for an enchantment. Oh, enchant world, whatever. Uh, there can only be yep. one of those and play at a time. That's what that, that means there. Whoa. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice it unless you untap or unless you tap an untapped creature you control. Uh, it's basically a ghostly prison with black. So it's creatures can't attack you unless its controller plays two for each creature creature that is attacking you. So it's Ghostly Prison Propaganda on a black card. One more, a little more expensive, has a little bit of the upkeep thing, but you just tap a creature and you're fine. Uh, this is only, this is almost at a thousand. It's 878 hmm. decks. Hmm. Uh, just seems like something you could play if people love playing your ghostlies, love playing your, your tax on people attacking you. So I'm surprised that this one isn't in more decks, but it is reserveless, old card. Uh, just under fifteen Still, bucks is it, at yeah, this okay. point. Yeah. So yeah, and that that blows my mind because like ghostly prison and uh, propaganda, propaganda are like everywhere. Yeah, they're in <laughs> so, every deck. So yeah. like this not being considered and being in under a thousand decks is crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy. So. So yeah, check out all those ten cards. We will have another ten for you guys next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Even better. We'll have all week, this in the right? notes down below if you want to check yeah. it out. If we talk too fast, too slow, and you got bored, whatever, just check out the notes underneath. Um, side note: Do we? Well, I guess let's jump into it. Do we want to do the jumpstart stuff now? We're already at an hour. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did? Let's. I I don't know how long it's going to be. Like how we might you're you're going to be the lead on this, this discussion. So I don't know. I don't know quite where you want to go with it. Uh, all right. So, um, let's get into the next I'm just topic. fucking, I'm making out with my mustache. You're making out with your mustache? Yeah. That's my, that's my, uh. No, that's the stall. All right. <laughs> so, Jumpstart Historic Horizons has been being leaked over the They're last two weeks. They're just fucking mashing, t- like, set <laughs> names together. Yeah, Jumpstart jump Historic Horizons. <laughs> Modern Horizons uh, Mystical Archive Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, okay, so this is a set that's just for Arena. So, I mean, a lot of you probably do play Arena. Why are we uh, talking I, about it? Yeah. So, the, the reason why we're bringing this up is it kind of bugs me because they have things that they're doing with this 
that they're only making for arena because obviously they only work for arena, but there's one thing in here that I'm kind of agitated that they aren't going to bring to paper because they've said they're not going to bring it to paper. I think by when I say they, it's not, um, who is it? The, the, one of the, uh, what's his name? Sheldon. Sheldon is the one that's saying that these aren't going to go anywhere else. So, the three things yeah. we want to talk about. No, no, no. Is... The, the announcement is that these are arena-only cards. Right. Yeah. But he made it sound specifically like, the, well, obviously the first two we talk about, there's no possible way you can make this work in cards. Yeah. yeah. The third one, on the other hand, I think you can make work. So, uh, I think it has to be called something else. But yeah, let's get yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, let's for sure. So the first thing is Seek. Now, what that is, is you play a card and it has Seek on it and says whatever. When you cast this card, Seek an Elf card. So what it does, it's pulling from Hearthstone. Hearthstone does a very similar thing where it pulls a random card. Uh, sometimes it's either from your deck or sometimes it's from a, a, a batch of cards that they have selected. And it just pulls it from your deck or wherever and it goes into your hand or into play, depending on what the card does. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with paper because... Your tutor and what it's doing is it's not changing. Pull your out deck. all of the cards from your deck, randomly select it, shuffle it back in. Is yeah, but that's not the thing is it, it doesn't shuffle your deck. It just because I think that's part of the thing is it's it it grabs it and then your deck stays the same. So if you've tutored the top or arranged the top, it stays in the same order because hmm. it's just randomly pulling it out. Uh, so that just doesn't work. That it doesn't work for car. You know, you have to make sense to be online only. Right. Uh, perpetually is another mechanic where, uh, let's say you cast a card and it says this creature gains one plus one, a one plus one counter and a random card in your creature in your hand gains a one plus one counter. You can't do that because there's no way you can put a one, one counter unless you're using little stickers or something in your you hand, which you don't one want to stick stickers o. to your card. That that was the example that I've seen. Not a one like a one one well, counter. Just it's just a one one counter, but, right? But but here's what I'm just saying in general. Yeah, it's a one one counter. But the thing is, is you can't you can't distinguish that in your hands when you're playing digitally in arena. It changes the code on you know your. Let's say you had a land or elves in your hand. It makes alters to the card in your hand. So sure. sometimes it gives. I think the one okay. I saw was like your creature gains forest walk and a card in your hand forest walk. The reason why you can't do that with cards is because you could say this card is, but they don't know what your card is in your hand sure. unless you reveal it. And so that's the point of it. It's also another like hearthstone. And uh, what was the other game that I played? I tried to remember it was before the cast and I can't remember. There's another app game that I don't think is still alive, but it did a similar thing where it would manipulate your cards in your hand before you cast them. And then when you cast them, it kept that. So that's what perpetually does. It can alter things. Okay. So we, we already have cards that are perpetually to a degree. Um, You have cards that adjust their power, like Lurgoyf. I'm pretty sure, or even Tarmogoyf is always checking what is in the graveyard for its power and toughness. Right. But the problem with perpetually is just, it's not even an example I'm showing you here. I'm just telling you like a a card that would come into play. Let's say it's an elf Mm -hmm. and it says when it comes into play, put a one, one counter on this elf and one card, one creature in your hand. You can't 
show people, you know, unless you have something you're sticking on that card to be like, yeah. this card okay. right here is the one that's getting a one, one counter when I cast it, you know, there's no way that you okay. can have, that. I, haven't, so gains... I, I haven't seen that card. So that I guess makes it more likely, but the ones I have seen that say like the Sarkon, um, planeswalker that has perpetually yeah like the planeswalker is just an emblem that they didn't right. want to say emblem on i right. that one doesn't make sense to me right yeah and and then like there was a there's a green creature that says like perpetually this card gets plus one plus so oh. i'm like that's either a counter or also an emblem right. specifically to that creature yeah the, the ones that i i saw one that was this creature gains forest walk and a creature from your hand gains forest okay. walk. So that so th that makes more sense like on a technical level of like not yeah. being able to do it in paper. Yeah. But unless you're going to give us stickers which who, who wants to put stickers on I cards, don't, I you don't know like put that's stickers. <laughs> So th those two don't matter. I understand it. That's a that's a Hearthstone, that's other games, that's app game stuff that's uh arena type thing. The one that I think should be brought to paper and we'll get around the reserve list stuff. We'll get it so we can start playing with dual lands is conjure. Uh, what conjure does is it, I'll read it here. What it says verbatim here is conjure creates cards out of thin air as a digital object that acts like a normal card would powerful spells and artifacts can conjure up icon, iconic, powerful, or just plain useful cards from tropical Island and Stormfront Pegasus <laughs> to ponder and more. <laughs> we joked about. They're trying to sell like, us on that. <laughs> they snuck on. They snuck in the Stormfront Pegasus. Like what the? I had to look up that card. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a garbage card. But Tropical Island is in there. So there's a card that when it comes into play, you can conjure a Tropical Island to your hand. Yeah, that just seems like we already have um, Garth, which was awesome that they did that, but it's making token copies of it. Uh, we had a little bit of a discussion on uh, Discord, and number two and I hey, uh, kind of were yeah. going back and forth, and I was just like, okay, A, Garth should have had tokens that came with it. Like, we made proxies, But it, it's not for Black making Lotus. a... You know, I'm, I actually pulled up right. Garth because I knew we were going to go there. So yeah, it's not making a token. It's You're not actually making a token. Getting that card, so it's not you. You don't Con get the well. Okay, so doubling season effect. Conjure, conjure is the card literally goes into your hand, right? Right, right. And Garth is just making a copy of those cards. There's not. A, it doesn't even state token. It says no, you're making a, a copy, but you're not getting right. that card either. I right. don't think I ever realized that. So that's what I'm curious about is. What did Wizards expect us to do with So I don't Garth? know what, I don't know what the like, difference is. We're supposed to make proxies. Like how else are you supposed to represent I guess I'm supposed to have that black lotus on hand so that I'm actually making that card. Like but what the, are you it's not even stating that card. Conjure makes more sense to be that card. Yeah. But what this I was saying was even I was confused why Garth didn't come like why they didn't create and tokens. I'm going to say token, but it's not actually token because you have emblems. Those aren't tokens. Those are emblems, you know, for planeswalkers and everything like that. They could have made a reminder card that represented Black Lotus or Shiv and Dragon or, you know, all the other ones on Garth. 
Yeah. Why not do the same here when you're conjuring something? Maybe you have a yeah. Llanowar elves type thing where it's one green and two colors. And when it comes into play, you conjure a tropical island to your hand. You know, yep. why not have that token? Everybody knows what that card is. Um, I guess you can't, if you're playing sleeves, that might be the problem, but you're playing this in commander. So why, I, why? I think now that we're discussing this, I probably have more of a problem with Garth than the the conjure (laughs) because conjure like makes sense like it's creating the card online you're just not going to be able to have these like not they're not expecting you to own a tropical island which is good Mm -hmm. like if you did that in real life that would kind of suck because it's not saying a token but garth is kind of problematic because it's not specifying a token or a card so what is it? And yeah. I don't I don't know what these cards are other than copies of cards that aren't tokens. Yeah, I think that's what they're supposed to be. And then I mean, when they come into play, they are cards, but not with the card. Yeah. I should probably read the rulings on this. You can uh... So um I just I, I think and I'm not saying they're not gonna do this. I just think this is a great opportunity to oh no okay 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 so it does say they are tokens when they enter the battlefield what what are tokens for garth so it, it's not specifying that it's creating a token it's specifying that it's creating a copy of it and when you cast them they become tokens when when they eat so TV. then doubling season would take effect on those yeah so okay. reading the ruling resolving copies of permanent spells become tokens as they enter the battlefield these tokens are not considered created when this happens. Okay. So that's another funny thing is in our discussion on Discord, I might be wrong with this, but I think we were talking about that they weren't tokens and why they couldn't. That's why they didn't make them for Garth. And I'm like, who cares? They don't need to have token in the name, but even more so, they are tokens in a, in a way. It yeah, should be, yeah. So we should have a Black tokens. Lotus token. They are yeah, we tokens. should have a Black Lotus token. We should have a Shivan Dragon token. But they didn't provide that, which is really weird to me that they didn't do that. And so I guess my whole point of this discussion is that this is an opportunity. This is a way to make everybody happy. It makes the collectors happy that they're not taking away the reserve list, which they're Mm -hmm. not going to do, and that their cards still stay. You know, I have those cards. You have those cards that they're going to still stay with their value. But it's also allowing us to play with cards that can create a tropical island and that they just provide a token or we play with proxies. You know, this is mm-hmm. like, that's the opportunity to do there. This seems so doable to do this. And I think I'm hoping that this is just their like test to see how this works with arena and that they bring something like conjure since they've already made Garth, something like that mm-hmm. to commander and bring all the, all the dual lands, all the things that people want in commander. So that was my, I guess could have been a grinds my gears but it's not really grinds my gears it just it just seems like something it, that they can do here it's a gateway into cheating on the reserve list yeah and i mean we obviously have a, a huge poll because we got um uh we got, Extort- we got hull breacher or no, we got hull, hull breacher, breacher band hull breacher band from our tournament so i'm hoping just please please that you're hearing this yeah. wizards and we have a lot of pull on <laughs> We don't. We don't. Um, I th- okay, so I think 
you know, Conjure, I think, is, if we want to bring this to paper, it, it has to be more like Garth. And, you know, it, clearly they were think, trying to figure out ways on how to make it work. Like, Garth just gets one card, see how it works in paper, see how people are happy about it, not whatever. And I think it went over pretty smooth and, like, people were happy with it. And so I think they, you know, they could do more of that idea. Mm. Um, Ooh. And Conjure... Really quick, while you're while you're burping and everything? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> One thing I was I, I mentioned earlier and that I want to kind of correct myself a little bit is on Arena, when you reveal a card and then it goes back into your hand, you still see where that card is in their hand. Yeah. Like it true. faces you. So it doesn't even matter that in, in Commander or Paper that the back of the card is just going to have advertisement, you know, Oh, that's the tropical Island. Who cares? Cause they already do that in arena anyways. So it's just, you're adding a token to your hand. You're adding a mm-hmm. not token. We could, they could just erase it saying token. Cause you already have, you have the mm-hmm. casting cost on it, but you have the advertisement on it's, the back. Yeah, so it's not but a real card. Not how like you would have to functionally change how tokens work. Cause tokens only work on the battlefield. Um, what do you mean? Like you, when a token goes to the graveyard, it hits, it triggers everything. And then it absolutely goes away. Same thing with your hand. And so like tokens only exist on the battlefield. So if you are bringing a token conjured into your hand, you would have to change those rules or call it something else. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe we don't have to call it a card and it doesn't have to be a token it can be bleh, something. You know what I mean? I'm not smart. I'm not going to. I don't know. You, I don't know. How you spell that. B L A G H H H G H. I don't know. So, I mean, but it does. I mean, the card calling it a card into hand. Are you because like, that's the other question is like, I don't know the rules on like, can you have something other than a card in your hand? Right, like it, everything that's in your hand would be considered a card. Well, they're obviously doing this with arena. Yeah, it's a card going to your hand. Right, and so you can't just conjure a card out of thin air in real life. I think that's their point. Well, no, you, if you have cards that have let's let's say let's just use conjure as the thing. If you have a card that conjures a tropical island uh-huh. to your hand, you'd have that on with your tokens on the side, right? You just keep it in your stuff. You have it with, like we do, it's like, oh, I have my this deck, and it makes this token, this token, this yeah. token. That's just in your pile. So when you play this card, that tropical island goes to your hand. I, and everybody knows the tropical It just seems very doable, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Garth is the perfect example that it feels like they were coming up with Conjure and somebody's like, we're not doing this in paper? Like, no, 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 this is online. And they're like, I'm going to do this in paper. (laughs) And then they made one car that did fantastic, cool stuff and people loved it. And and they made it five colors, so it made it a little more difficult because (laughs) it is making a token. That can be very broken. I didn't realize they were making tokens, which I probably did For the permanents that come into play. The other cool right, thing but... that I like reading through the uh, the rulings here, you must pay the cost of the chosen card, but the cast, uh, the copy as the ability resolves. 
which may not be the time that you could normally cast that card. So you could cast a Shivan Dragon at instant speed at the ability. Of- oh, you're saying with Garth, what his yeah, staff does. Yep. With Garth. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I didn't think of it that way either, where you can be like, you're attacking me tap, pay six Shivan Dragon block. So you could do that. And so you can like mm-hmm. hold up mana for counter spells and stuff like that, or just like tap black Lotus. Yeah. At, at whatever you're activating. So I, I, I find that kind of cool as well. Um, and I think I would I, prefer I would prefer Garth's way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, doesn't it feel like it'd be more broken though, making tokens? I guess that's all we're built with yeah, with the cares? commander. As long who as cares? commander, I, I don't want is, it to happen. Just make a ton it a commander. Either. Yeah, but make it a commander product. You know, make this like a commander ability. But I think this is totally something you can do, and you're gonna. Make everybody happy. Although yeah, there's a bunch of whiners in Magic, so you're probably gonna piss off no, a lot of people. No, you'll definitely piss off a loud buzzing hornet nest under the ground and between that'll, fences. That'll under sting a bush. Larry's haunches and <laughs> make me swell. And they're assholes. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm hoping that this happens. I mean, I'm fine. I have ah uh, shit. Let's get the old good for you up. Okay. I have, and you have your dual lands. I do. Oh, good for you. But this would be a fantastic way to bring the dual lands in to everybody and make it a little more taxing. You're having to cast something that brings a land instead of searching your library for whatever basic land or a forest or whatever. This just conjures this or makes a token copy into your hand like it just it seems like something you can totally do here so okay going off in the hypothetical now would you prefer because what they have is like one mana merfolk comes into play conjure tropical island into your hand i'm pretty sure that's how that works i think that's the one that do you want that but being able to do it with multiple different cards or would you rather have something like Garth where it's one card that can conjure, essentially conjure five different cards? Personally, it to make it more usable for everybody, you have, if you're doing the dual lands, you have it for, so I, instead of the one blue mm-hmm. creating the tropical island, I think it's a one blue, one green. So it fits your tropical island. You know, it's a merfolk that's one green and one blue, and then you get to make a tropical island in your hand. Something that fits all the colors, but it is just a, that's all the card does. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have that because then people are going to play all of those. It's going to be your dual lands with your dual creatures. What what about if you did something like, okay, so again, going into hypotheticals even further. So instead of like a one blue merfolk, it's a blue green merfolk. When it comes into play, create a treasure or a tropical island, a tropical land island. token, and then you could do that for each color combo, where it's just like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's color, what I think. Boom. And like maybe it's like if you didn't have a land coming to play this turn, create this. Just add a little stipulate yeah. stipulation to yeah. it. Yeah, that that's probably how I would make it. And then you can play a land afterwards, but maybe it counts as your land drop. Um, I, I think I'd that's something that. that would be really that'd cool. be fantastic. Yeah. Yes, because. Not only you're paying two to do that, you're getting a, a token, like the Garth yeah. thing. Is that what you're saying? You wanted it as a, a land yeah. token. 
So you could abuse that. You could have your doubling seasons yeah. out. Green is going to have a little bit more, or you're doing your panharmonicon, so you're doubling your enter yeah. ETB triggers. Like there's things you can do to get more of that, but you're working. It's what you do in Commander, and everybody gets the dual lands, and everybody's happy. Okay, so the next question I would have about this is: Is a conjured tropical island that's not nearly as good as one in your deck? You can't fetch you know that's a big thing you can fetch that creature you can fetch that creature but like that would create that as well if you're able to get that creature into play it not only do you get the creature in yeah boom you get your tropical island you flicker the creature it does it again you flicker the creature it does it again that's true you have it so it's an etb type thing i don't know yeah it's probably have to be on cast than if you're doing like so you don't abuse it yeah yeah (laughs) yeah trying to make it fair where but like to me, maybe the conjure part of creating Tropical Island is is hype. Mm-hmm. Like, is that very is is a Tropical Island very different from like a Hinterland Harbor when you can't fetch it? Right. And so I it, it feels like a little bit of hype where it's like, oh, that's really cool. But the great thing about duels is not being able to like or being able to fetch it for being no able damage, to fetch and no, not have the downfall yeah, and all just that like stuff turn one tropical yeah. island got it would you play with these if you if they made these let, let, let's say it's the nicest the easiest everything sure. so you have the etb triggers and all that would you play with these as yeah your, for sure it creates a token sure. yeah i just would think totally. about just it's like a goal. if i'm able to assist this and like be? just get a ton of <laughs> tropical islands right. on it. yeah yeah I'm gonna there's do some that. abuse stuff that you can do that yeah yeah but i i think I think they should do this, and, and I'm hoping that the arena stuff is just the the test. I don't know what they're testing, but they're they're yeah. like, hey, we can do this. Actually, I think Garth was the test. That's what I'm hoping is Garth was our test. I think so, but I, and I think practicality wise, like it's not something that I want to have happen a whole ton, and that's why like I like what you're saying about the lands, but just like in general, I don't want like pay three a two one flyer and it's a hunter of the night and then you get to conjure a terror into your hand or you know that's just a kicker spell right yeah yeah kind of like maybe a little bit better timed but it just i don't want those individually to happen i think i like it tacked on to garth that way how they built it mechanically like I again, mm-hmm. I don't want to see it a whole ton. Cause like we just need to see it once, actually, ten times. <laughs> ten times. Do it. Do it for, for all the lands. Uh, all the duels. And even now, talking do. about it, like there's no way that they're gonna have it be two mana. It'd have to at least be three mana, cause like there are very little creatures that cost two mana to put a land into play. Well, they're uh, doing it in arena with, for one drop, but it goes into their hand, not into play. But you couldn't do that per se in real life. Okay, I don't want to make this episode any longer because we got a second episode to do here. But what, what, really quick, why couldn't it go into your hand? Why couldn't we have make a rule with that? This, this special goes into rule: your hand? put a token into your hand. Um, yeah. I think you'd have. I think you'd have would... to down like like you'd have to put. You'd have to be like, put a tropical island from your sideboard into your hand. 
that that would end up having to be how you'd have to do it. Like you just, I don't think you could technically create a token. And what if they didn't? What if they didn't call it a token? Like you said, they called it a. Yeah, they they'd have to come up with some type of wording that would like work within the mechanics of the the game, and I don't know what that would be. Um, or or you have like a special zone like they have with adventure, or or with uh the the Ikoria non commanders whatever they were. Like if you had these cards oh, in the a champions, spe- yeah, yeah, champions. champions. If you created a special zone for them, maybe that could work. Yeah. So like this comes into play, and you can now Pull it acts. From the, yeah, you can now access the dual zone. The dual zone. <laughs> dual zone. So maybe yeah, maybe seems, that's pro- seems like a Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Heart of the cards, the duel. That that might be how you deal with it. Is saying. It's not in your hand, but it's in a special zone. And now, as long as this card is in play, you can now utilize that zone. <laughs> oh, the uh, that might the be how that have like the the mats that are specially made. There's like the command <laughs> zone, and then the now you have the adventure zone, and then you are gonna have the dual zone. We're gonna have adventure zone, <laughs> champion zone. Yeah, there's just I think that's zones. how it is. All right, you're right. I just want this done. We- I want this done. I want it done. All right. Well, that is probably it, right? We, yeah, we're done because we got that's another it. episode here. All We've right. rambled so, long uh, enough. <laughs> All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week with uh, more of the stump, not stump, the uh, underplayed cards and some other stuff we're going to talk about. So that'll do it, guys. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Thanks, thanks for listening. See ya. I Bye. Ah, uh, Sega. Damn it! I pressed everything I wrong. Oh, I forgot the cheers at the end. Oh, we don't do it now. No, no cheers you. Cheers, cheers you. <laughs> <laughs>